All right, well, welcome back to The Real Angelo Show. Now, I call it The Angelo Show when I'm doing my trailers and stuff because you know who you're listening to, but the actual name is The Real Angelo Show. The reason I name it that is because when you listen to this, you're listening to the real me. You're not listening to the Angelo that's on Instagram or Facebook or maybe not even the Angelo that you meet out into the world. This is the real me. This is how I think. That's why it's The Real Angelo show. So today we're going to touch on a few things. We're going to delve into the brain of Angelo and what's going on today. So the main thing that's going on today is my wife talking to me about Kanye West. Now, if you know me personally, you know that I could care less about Kanye West or his music. It's not really something that I'm into. Um, Don't get me wrong. I like rap music. I like hip hop music. I just don't care for his music. But apparently he is a stalkerish kind of can't get over his wife being with somebody else kind of guy and now a man who has been divorced before and had their ex-wife cheat on them I can kind of understand where he's coming from but dude you're like 40 something years old you got it you got like everything you got money you can get on an airplane fly wherever you want you got bitches I probably shouldn't say that, but he's got bitches. They all, you know, like, there's no reason. I mean, yes, Kim Kardashian's a very attractive young lady. You know, she's famous, everything. Maybe she's got that fire cooch. Who knows? I've seen the video before, Ray J. I don't think she got fire cooch. Maybe, maybe you know, since it's a long time, maybe she's practiced or something. She's not my cup of tea, put it that way. I like coffee anyway. But, um, dude, you go up to her, you say, hey. I understand, we made some mistakes, blah, blah, blah. You got two weeks to get over this, and we got to get things back. If not, I'm going out and I'm doing me. You tell the woman that. Give her her two weeks to do whatever the hell it is that she wants to do. And then after that, you go party, man. You hop on a private jet. You take some models over to Paris. Christ, take them to Paris, Texas. You know, if you don't want to go to Paris, France, do something. Go to the titty bar. Have some fun. Spread the wealth. Do something to keep your mind off of it. My first marriage, I was married to the devil. Um, I wish her well. I just, you know, she's just a bad person. No big thing. I ain't going to name her. I ain't going to do nothing. But, you know, we split up. And I had a, a, a little stalkerish moment there for a while. But then I got over it. I was just, you know, like, she's with other people. I got to do my thing. And I went to this beautiful place. Um, it was f- phenomenal. It had everything I wanted. It's called Tootsie's. I went there and I had a blast. And I went there probably every single damn day for two or three months. And I can tell you that I probably paid for way too many people's things. But I didn't care. I was getting over a marriage. This guy needs to do the same thing. I then moved on in life, did other things, worked, had personal time. And then I was blessed a few years later to meet my present wife, who is the most loyal, nicest person you'll ever meet. Well, the nice part, I don't know. But uh, (laughs) great woman, and anyone would be lucky to have her. And I look back and I think to myself, thank God I didn't do stupid shit when the first one messed up, because then I wouldn't have the second one. So let's move past that. Kanye, I know you'll never hear this, 
But dude, come on, man. Like, you're stupid loaded, you're famous, you got famous friends, you got all this stuff that's going good for you, and I understand maybe you want your family, this, this, and that, well, you shouldn't have fucked up to begin with. So move on. That's it. We're done. All right? Put about four minutes into this. That's four minutes more than the guy wanted to. So now we're going to get to other things. Today, uh, dealing with severe back pain because for some reason my kidneys... Are giving me pain. My wife, who is nowhere near a doctor but thinks she's a doctor, told me I probably have gas built up. Makes zero sense, but hey, you can't argue with a wife because they know everything, and if they don't, you're in trouble. So, anyway, drinking a ton of water. It's hard for me to stand. I know it's not like a muscle problem because it's just a standing thing. I can move my legs fine, whatever. But because I'm telling you this because I couldn't get out and do anything I wanted to do today. Normally on Tuesdays, I have unique experiences that I enjoy and I love. And it's time to myself to reflect and time to have fun and, and just get away from normal life and just have a unique experience. Um, today, I didn't do that. I pretty much worked, and I wasn't going to do a, another podcast today, but um, I was reading about it, and I should probably do one a day, so I, I think I'm going to do one a day so you guys can hear all this crap that goes on in my, in this uh, thing called I, I call a brain. Um, I guess we'll move on from that subject, too. We put about a minute into that. That's done. We're going to try to do a 30-minute episode today. Um, the other, I think, what was it? Um, oh, something I didn't put in the trailer that I want to talk about. The NFL and these people coming out that the NFL's owners, they don't want to hire black coaches and the black coaches are all pissed off and this and that. And yes, I am a white man, so... I guess my opinion doesn't matter to anybody, and then there'll all be all these people that are like, oh, you're just saying that because you white, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, look at all my pictures of my friends and me and hanging out and spend some actual real time with me, and you'll see that my whiteness is, yes, I'm a white man, but I am a fair person, and I think of everything as fair. All right. And I'm going to tell you this as a person, and I can't get too much into it because it was a long time ago and I don't really talk too much about that personal part of my life. But as a person who tried out for many NFL teams back in the 90s and saw how the business works, um, I will tell you this. The owners are there to fucking win and make money. And the way you make fucking money is that you fucking win. All right. Here's a prime example. Tom Brady may be the greatest goddamn quarterback there is, but he's 40-something years old. And in football years, that's 100. And Tampa knew they were taking a huge fucking risk. But they wanted to make money. They wanted to have the best team out there, so they took that risk. They didn't care that 45 or 4, I'm sorry, 43 at the time, 44 now, could have got his legs snapped, anything, and be done. They'd still have to guarantee that money to him. They still took the risk. Owners, coaches, come on. The owners, they want to win. They want name recognition. They want happiness. Each team, I guarantee, is at least a billion-dollar team. So you're going to tell me that they're going to be like, oh, no, that guy's black. We're not going to hire him to win. We're going to hire the white guy who's not that good. 
No, they are hiring the person they feel is the best fit for their organization that's going to make them win, whether it be black or white. Now, I'm down here in Miami, so we have to hear about Brian Flores, who is a black man of some sort of Hispanic descent as well. And believe it or not, most fans, they didn't really warm up to this guy. You know, yes, he gave us some winning seasons. I Do I think he should have been fired? No. I think he was well on his way to doing well, getting our team to be good. Personally, I think he should have kept his job. Now, when I look at everything else, oh, and by the way, I, I do go to all the games. Well, not all. There's some that I don't care about. But I, I go to football games. And I am a staunch doll fan. I really wish they'd bring Marino back. I don't care if he's 100. At least we have good name quarterback. I don't care for the quarterback we have now. I wish him well. I want him to win, but I don't like the way he plays. I think he's got a weak arm. Anyway, let's get back to this coach, Brian Flores. When he came here, I was like, all right, cool. He came from Belichick. Belichick's winning seasons. You know, he, you know, yeah, Belichick had Brady and all that. I firmly believe Belichick is like Pat Riley. Uh, when he coached the Lakers, is like, you know, Pat Riley had Magic, Kareem, he had uh, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott. You know, you got all these great players. It's like, come on, you can't really not win. You know, they all have their role. They all know what they're supposed to do. Um, so I think Belichick's kind of like that because, you know, he's always had good players when he won. He didn't, you know, give him a garbage team. Let him come co- coach the Dolphins and see if he can win. You know, an average team, see if he can make them win. But anyway... Brian Flores came. I was excited to see what he could do. I didn't care that they kept, st- oh, a black coach in Miami. I don't care about that. Most fans don't give a shit about that. They want to win. The owners want to win. And then you hear how, you know, he didn't get along too well with the management, with the owners, what have you. Okay, well, you know what? In any kind of fucking job, you got to kiss the fucking boss's ass. That's the way it is. I own a business. My employees need to kiss my ass. When I used to work for Bell South Mobile, they had to kiss my boss's ass. All right? I had to kiss fucking people's asses I didn't want to kiss because you want to do well. All this horse shit in the world now, they're like, no, you got to respect me and give me. No, no, no. Earn respect. You don't get respect just because you don't feel good. Earn it. So he got fired because he didn't get along with the fucking owner. No matter what the reason is, if the owner asks you to tank games and you don't want to tank games, you could be like, hey, I tried to tank games. The players are too good. I'm sorry. You, you appease the fucking owner. You doesn't mean you have to tank the games. Now, do I think he really offered him 100 grand to tank the games? Yeah, I do. I ain't going to lie. I, I, at first, I was like, come on, that's bullshit. But the guy wanted to have a nice draft pick. So maybe he did, maybe he didn't. My opinion, I think he did. Do I think Brian Flores should be suing the NFL for discrimination and all this? No, fucker, you were a fucking head coach. I never heard of you before that, and you came and coached the Dolphins. You got fired because you didn't get along. Now, again, like I said, should he have been fired? No, I think he should have kept his job i think the owner should have been more mature and been like hey you know i want uh, a winning team and he can make them win but i don't think it has anything to do with race i just don't get it and then 
I go on these message boards, you hear these idiots like, oh, well, the Dolphins owner's friends with Trump and they're racist. It's like, yeah, come on, stop regurgitating CNN crap. So now Brian Flores has all these other people bitching, pissing and moaning that, oh, well, there's only, uh, you know, one more black coach than there was back in the 20s or whatever the hell. I saw some shit on ESPN today. And it's like the teams want to win. The, the owners want to win. They're going to interview the coaches they feel that are going to make them win. They're going to hire the ones that they feel are going to mesh with the team, mesh with the whole organization, and help them win, whether they be black or white. And it may be hard for black people to hear this, but you know, there's times that the white man or the white woman may be a better fit for the job than you. And there are times that the black man or the black woman are a better fit for the job. Let's how let, let's do this. Stop with the fucking race bullshit all the fucking time. Brian Flores right now would have a job if he didn't start that shit because nobody wants fucking problems. All right? You got all these offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, all these types of coaches that are not white. So, what's the problem just because they're not a head coach? Like there's only a certain amount of head coaching jobs available. Maybe, just fucking maybe, the people that are out there that are available to coach that are white have been doing it a long fucking time. They know what the fuck they're doing, and it's better for the organization. Because I can tell you this, if the NFL hired all black coaches from now on, you know what I would think about it? Not a goddamn fucking thing unless it was brought to my attention. I couldn't tell you what team has a white coach? What team has a fucking black coach? Because it's not something fucking important to me. What's important to me is that my team fucking wins. Now, what I can tell you is the players. Oh, now you got my dogs barking in the background. That's going to touch our next subject, which should be Amazon fucking drivers. But anyway, let's stay back to the goddamn NFL. Me, as a big Ugly white man of Italian descent married to a dark Cuban woman with a half-Cuban child, a full Cuban stepchild. Well, my child. I've had her since she's four. I don't care the color of a head coach. I care the winning of the head coach. All right? If they went to Indochina, got an Asian, and brought him in to coach the Dolphins, and he was better than Don Shula in the 72 season... I would think it would be fucking phenomenal. I wouldn't care. If they went to the Congo and got a guy who's never fucking known anything about football, but he was some kind of genius and he was a black dude and he came and he coached the Dolphins and they won, I'd be happier than the pig and shit on Sunday. That is a, a, a country saying. Um, I don't think fans give a shit about who, what the color of a head coach is. And if it wasn't for ESPN trying to be liberal fucking sports news now, I don't think any fan would know about it. And maybe just maybe black people that are bitching about it need to be like, hey, you know, what are the real qualifications? And stop thinking that because the world now is like black people need extra, that you need extra. How about everybody just be fucking equal? Okay? And if you're my friend and you're black and you disagree with me, I... Respect your opinion. I disagree with you. And I invite you to come on the show and tell me why it's different. Because 
I'm not beyond thinking that I may not know what the fuck I'm talking about once in a while, then you may be able to educate me. Maybe there's uh, (laughs) systemic racism in the hiring that I'm not aware of. And there's proof of that, not just someone saying, oh, well, you know, they didn't hire me because I'm black and this other white coach, you know, come on. Now, let's say Brian Flores goes in for an interview and they think everything's great, what have you, and and they're like, oh, great, you know, you took the Dolphins to where they had some winning seasons. Uh, They didn't make the playoffs, but supposedly they had winning seasons. To me, it's not a fucking winning season unless you get to the playoffs. I don't care what it is. You don't make it to the playoffs. That's not a winning fucking season, all right? Because as a season ticket holder, I'd like to be able to get some of them fucking playoff tickets. You ever think about that, huh, huh? Yeah, so anyway, so let's say Brian Flores goes in and he interviews for a job. And another coach comes in, he's a Hispanic dude, and he interviews for the job. And then a white dude comes in, he interviews for the job. And they pick the white dude over the Hispanic dude and the, and the black dude. Look at their records, look at what they do, look who's got the more experience, look who, who is going to mesh well with the team, who knows the players. There's so much that goes into hiring a coach other than just fucking race. So... One last thing about this, what I can't stand about ESPN, they brought in some coach, some former coach, or maybe he's still a coach or something, and he downplayed other minorities that have Hispanic, or excuse me, that have um, head coaching jobs. Like, there was one guy who's his, uh, partial, uh, I think he's half Puerto Rican or something, there's another guy that's half Lebanese, They're, and I'm not going to say their names because I don't remember, because like I said, I don't give a shit about the coaches, I care about players on the Dolphins, but... He downplayed it like, oh, well, you know, they may be brown, but they're not black people. And it's like, okay, so you're basically saying that black people should get special fucking treatment over a Hispanic person who's considered a minority and a half Middle Eastern person who's also considered a minority. And then they're downplaying the Dolphins' new uh, head coach whose father was black. But because he's extremely light-skinned, and and me personally, if he said he was half black, I'd be like, you're lying. Because he looks like a white dude to me. He, actually, he looks a lot like uh, the tone of Eric Spolstra. If you don't know who that is, it's a head coach of the Heat, who's, uh, I believe, half Filipino, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize if I'm wrong. But um, again, like I said 10 times before, I don't really give a fuck about a coach of a team. I just want the team to win. Um, so the person that they had on ESPN talking about this whole fucking thing was downplaying that other minorities have chances, but because the black guy didn't get it, you know, it's a bad thing. All right. So I'm gonna leave that shit alone. And if you want to comment or send me a message on it, I'll listen. You know, like I've said in the past, keep it clean. Uh, you want to curse? That's fine. I don't care about that. Uh, no racism, no violence, um, you know, stuff like that. I don't tolerate. And remember this, I'm a big dude. I know how to fight. Don't matter how old I am. I guarantee I've been in more fights the last 10 years of my fighting days than you've been in your whole life. So be careful because I'm old school. All right, and old school means you catch a slap. And one of my best friends is a bondsman. So, <laughs> oh, and by the way, he's black. <gasps> Was that wrong for me to say? One of my best friends is black. Oh, anyway. So let's get to the Amazon delivery drivers. If you come to my house, like Amazon does two or three times a week, because my wife and my daughters decide to order shit all the fucking time. You know that I have dogs that stand right by the second floor window and bark like fucking crazy. So 
There's no reason to ring the doorbell. There's no reason to wave at my dogs. Because all they're going to do is lose their shit. And I can't stand Amazon drivers that do that. All right? Drop the package off. Take your picture. Dip. Get out of my yard. It's a simple fucking process. Yeah. That's it on Amazon drivers. I know they're out there making a living. I think it's great. Honestly, when I was half retired during the height of the COVID thing, I applied to be an Amazon delivery driver because I was bored and wanted to get the fuck out of the house. They wouldn't hire me. They were like, nope, all the jobs are full. I was like, damn it. So I was like, fuck, this would be fun. I could drive around, deliver shit, get paid. I think they were paying like 16 bucks an hour. I get to wear a cool little outfit, play on the, play in the van. But uh, no, they didn't do that for me, and I had to stay home, which... Uh, Let's touch on that. That wasn't part of the trip. Let's touch on that. I really can't stand being at home all the time. I could never really retire. I thought about that. I retired sort of during the COVID thing because down here in South Florida, they shut down everything, so we really couldn't work and do stuff. So I'm at home, and and the first week it was cool. You know, I put it around the house, did stuff, fixed some things, you know, broke some things. and But then after a while, it's like, Christ. I don't like these people that live here. They're just always around. They're always talking. They're always asking questions. They're always wanting to buy shit. You know? Uh, I really liked it when I used to go to the office and be gone from 7 in the morning till 7 o'clock at night and come home. And and I'd be like, wow, I'm happy to see you guys. I haven't seen you all all day. Now it's just like, Christ, go to your room. Do something. Thankfully, I got a big enough house. We all got our own rooms. And, and, uh, you know, I see the wife at night when we sleep try to stay in my home office all the other times but um yeah i forgot what the other stuff was i was going to talk about huh let me see what do i think i should talk about oh my dogs well i already touched on dogs um the wife she likes to spend a bunch of money today she took things back to nordstrom that I paid for on one of my debit cards a while back. And she was like, should I just get a gift card for that? It's like, then why would you take it back? Just keep the shit. It's like, no, I can get other things. I'm like, or you could just let it go to my debit card and it would go back in my bank account and then there would be money. And because she's nice, sort of, she was like, oh, okay. Which, oh, okay means, yeah, I'm fucked. If you're married, you know what oh okay means. But anyway, um that was the highlight of my day was driving to Aventura so she could go into Nordstrom return stuff, see stuff, and then buy it online later. Now I know she she'll probably listen to this and be like, I didn't buy anything, but it's funny because the last time I took her to Nordstrom, she returned some things that she didn't like that she had bought online, and then Four days later, something was delivered. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, I saw that at Nordstrom the other day. So when we got home, I bought it. And so I gave her the, oh, okay. (laughs) So if you know me, you know what OOK means for me. If you don't know me, eh, get to know me. You'll figure it out later on. So anyway, that's it on that. Not touch the wife. The kids. My daughter. I love my daughter. My daughter is 19. She's in college. She, I got to tell you this. I have the best luck with that child. She is the spawn of me and the devil. 
So it's like the devil and the asshole. And she turned out to be a great kid. She gave me maybe one problem in her life. I went a little old school on her and never had a problem since. She is the nicest kid you can imagine. Sweetest girl, pretty. Um, looks like me. That's kind of weird that she's pretty. I guess I'd, I'd make a pretty girl. <laughs> Better not go to prison and say that. Boy, you make a pretty girl. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't look like me as she gets older because as I was a good-looking man when I was young, but now I'm, I'm old and... I don't know, the looks, they come once in a while. Once in a while, I'll catch myself in the mirror and I'll be like, hey, that's a good looking man. And then I'll be like, eh, not really. Anyway, I'm very lucky with my oldest daughter. She is great. But Jesus Christ, man, she fucked me. She used to work at Nike and I used to get these great discounts. Shoes that cost me 100 bucks, I get for like $50. My shoes, I'd buy $100 recent, uh, running shoes and they would... I'd get them for like 24 bucks. You know, they'd have a sale, plus I'd get the Nike employee, uh, employee family discount. It was great. And then one day, she's like, yeah, I don't want to work there no more. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? She's like, well, I don't want to work there anymore. Like, How are you going to pay your car? Well, you can pay it. Isn't that nice? I could do it. She, she was nice enough to let me do it. But I explained to her that, you know, hey, times are a little tough. You know, you, you're supposed to be paying your car. I don't drive your car, you know, this and that. So she wanted to get a job. So at Nike, she made 15 bucks an hour, plus she got that employee discount, which to me, that's that's worth another five, 10 bucks an hour, all right, right there. Because if you know me and you see me, you know I always got a Nike shirt on, Nike shoes, Nike socks. Oh, we'll touch on that. I can't stand people that think you can wear shoes that are different than your socks. If you're going to wear Reebok socks, wear some fucking Reebok shoes, man. Don't Don't mix and match. We don't do that. Come on, as a society, we shouldn't accept that. Person that lives with me that's got my last name that is married to me today went out in Under Armour shoes and Nike socks. And I was like, what the fuck? But then I had to be happy because the Nike socks were actually matching socks. If you know my wife, she don't give a fuck if the socks match. She, hey, they're clean, they're socks, boom, they're on my feet. <laughs> but anyway, so my kid gets a job. And I can't say where because I don't want somebody trying to stalk her, but it, it's a beauty place. And not only is it like 50 miles away from the fucking house, it only pays like $11.50 an hour. And it's just like, wow, you just took a pay cut to play with fucking makeup. And now I got to make up the difference on your car. She don't get it. She has a beautiful luxury sedan because she's a beautiful luxury daughter. But those things aren't fucking cheap. Now, because both of us have good credit. Well, I had good credit. I don't know what my credit is. Now I don't want to look. I'm, you know. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because she's, I, I built her up to have great credit. And I've got good credit. I co-signed for a loan for her. And we got 4% interest on her car. So the payment's not that much. I mean, it's more than, it, it, it's good for a luxury car. And uh, But the insurance, because she's 19 and it's a luxury car, is almost as much as the payment. But I only charge her $150 out of the 350 of insurance. So she goes and gets a job to where she would have to work full-time all month just to pay her car and her insurance and gas. God forbid she needs a new tire. She needs anything. How is she going to go out? How is she going to pay her credit cards? How is she going to do this? She doesn't pay attention. But she's in college, so 
I guess old pops here have to make up the difference. And, uh, you know, now we got the younger daughter, which is the wife's daughter, my stepdaughter, but I've had her since she's four, so she's my daughter daughter pretty much. We shall not get into that because stepdaughters, ooh, they're a challenge. She's a good kid, extremely smart kid, but a challenge. She likes to test the old man, so we'll leave that alone for now. We will move on. Oh, Christ, we're almost at 30 minutes. So I just got to bullshit here for like another minute 40, and then we'll be done. Or I could take this into an hour episode. (laughs) Anyway, my wife has a podcast as well, and... She talks about TV shows. And what sucks is I don't watch these TV shows, but she comes to me and wants to talk to me about them so she can practice for her podcast. And uh, if you want to re- uh you want to see that it's uh, Millennial AF. I think it's Millennial as fuck and uh, you just do a search on Spotify for Rosie Rebus and it'll pop up Millennial AF. You can check that out. If you're into weird ass women shows. Um she talks about women shows. And weird shit. Um, I th- she probably talks shit about me too. Um, she brought up something because I asked her about a BBL. I'm like, hey, do they do that for guys? <laughs> and I asked her that because I was like, man, you know, they got these fucking fat hogs that are doing this that are coming out looking beautiful. You know, I saw a picture. This one broad looked like me at my fattest. And then she had this BBL thing, and she had like this slim little waist, big fat ass. I was like, looky there. Maybe they can get rid of some of the love handles for the old man, bring back some of the abs, you know, and, you know, put that fat in the back of my ass. Maybe I get me a little plump ass. And and she just started laughing. And so she was like, yeah, I'm going to do my podcast and be like, when your husband wants a BBL. I'm like, I don't want a fucking BBL. I was asking questions. Just don't know what the hell the shit is, you know? I mean, Christ, I just got a, a hair restoration, and, and, you know, the first time I looked to do it was like 15 years ago, and the technology's completely different. So I had no idea if there's technology now that takes away my fucking love handles and uh, the uh, porch over the, the barnyard tool there and, and turns them into abs and a nice thin waist and, and maybe gives the old man, you know, a little perkier of a butt you know as you get 49 your butt drops a little bit which is weird because it's still muscular like my my ass is extremely muscular it's just not plump anyway just in case you were wondering about my ass (laughs) so anyway that's that that's gonna be pretty much what my day consisted of today um I didn't put any thought into this podcast. I want you to understand that anytime you hear this, there's no editing. If you hear a pause, it's because I'm licking my lips and I don't want you to hear it. Or I took a drink of water, which I haven't even taken a drink of water. I just kept talking, talking, talking. So this podcast and every podcast is unedited. I don't cut anything out. I say what's on my mind. And honestly, I put maybe two seconds of thought into this. I put more thought into the trailer that I've recorded before this than the actual podcast. So this is why I call it The Real Angelo Show because you're finding out what's really me. Most podcast people, they cut, they edit, they try to do everything. I don't do that. This is, you're, you're hearing everything 
pretty much raw and real. And I hope you enjoy it. If you do, because we're past the 30-minute mark and I'm only doing 30-minute uh, podcasts, well, it'll end up being 34, 35 minutes. But if you like what you hear, I ask you, please share the podcast, like it, subscribe. Um, I spoke on the last episode that I was going to do a thing where you, you know you could subscribe to some nastier kind of, I guess, I don't know. I forgot exactly what it was I said, but I was going to give subscription service and we were going to donate a portion of it to charity. Um, and then the other part would be going to produce all this. But I didn't think that was right. My wife looked at me. She's like, you know, people don't give a fuck about charity, right? They don't care about all that shit. They might act like they do, but they don't. So here's an idea. I may not do the subscription where anyone pays. I may every just keep everything fucking free. But if I do have like special, let's say, guest episodes or really, you know, informative, cool episodes that I think people would want to pay a few dollars for, any of that money that we get for that month will go into a pot and we'll split it 50-50. And what I mean by that is everyone who subscribes will be entered into a raffle and at the end of the, well, we'll, we'll do it like a business. So for the, for, for the 30 days, all the subscribers for that 30 days will be put into a raffle. And then we will go ahead and see the money from those subscriptions. Take it by half. I get half. And then we'll pick somebody out of there and we'll do half for them. So let's say there's a thousand subscribers that pay a dollar a month. We've got a thousand bucks. We'll do a raffle. I'll get 500 and then one lucky listener will get the other 500. Um, you will have to pay taxes on that. Don't think that it's going to be cash. It'll be, you know, a company check that comes to you or a company transfer. Um, look at it this way. If you subscribe and share and we end up getting a couple hundred thousand people that subscribe each month, you get that money. You know, and then what we'll do is as the things get a little bigger, it won't just be the the subscribers from that month. We'll put every subscriber. So that way everybody's got a chance. It doesn't it's not just oh I got a chance this month. Alright, so for the first two months, you know what? Let's scratch that. We'll make it every subscriber all the time gets put in the pot. That way the pot's nice and whatever's in that pot for the month, we'll split it. All right, so I ask you again, if you like this, go ahead and, and give us a nice five-star rating. Um, if, you're on, if you're listening through Apple, please you know, give us a nice review. If you're listening through Spotify, please subscribe and like and share. Uh, also share if you're through, listening through Apple. Uh, we also go through a place, it's called Anchor. Um, if you're listening through that, go ahead and, and like us and, and subscribe. Um, follow whatever it's called, but, but please go ahead and share this on all your social media and, uh, let's just have a good old time. I appreciate you listening to me babble. You guys mean a lot to me. Um, you're my therapy. All right. And believe me, I need a lot of it. So there's gonna be a lot of these damn episodes. Anyway, happy Tuesday. Today's February 15th, 2022. And this is the real Angelo show. Take care.